Good evening, everyone. Special show tonight being Tuesday night. We will not be doing one tomorrow night. We've got plans for tomorrow night, so we decided to do one tonight. Last minute. Mm-hmm. Well, hello, Joel. Hi. It's lovely, Joel. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show, and it's a, it's a Q&A show. You will type in your question. Joel will um, read it. That's what I do. And I'll answer it. And, uh, you know, most of these questions need pretty lengthy, you know. Yeah. Most of these questions need board and trains. Um, but we try to do the best we can. Excuse me, the best we can. Don't forget, we are we are streaming live on Rumble. And Joel has the Rumble chat open. So we can see your Rumble questions. You can actually also um, make donations on Rumble. You can make donations on YouTube. Let's build up our whole Rumble channel. If you're not part of our Rumble family, please join us at Rumble. And Joel will put the link up to um, Rumble. Do you know the link to Rumble? I'm just gonna copy it. Okay, Rumble. <laughs> hey, that's too much for everyone. I'll just, I'll just put up. I'll put the link up to Rumble. So the Rumble for all my podcasters too. It's Rumble.com/slash/c/slash/solidcanine-training. Um, enjoying our Rumble channel. All right. Um, a lot of the questions that we ask are, you'll notice from the cadence of the show, if you're brand new to the show, is how to stop, how to stop, how to stop. So in order to stop an unwanted behavior, you need to learn how to apply a punisher to install an inhibitor to stop the behavior. In order to increase the behavior, if you want to teach your dog a certain behavior, you would use a reward-based um, uh, protocol. We happen to use both because we train dogs what to do and then we also train dogs what not to do. The biggest issue is most trainers, 90% plus, most likely are not training dogs what not to do. Of that 90%, there's 10% left. That 10% prob- probably does not do major behavior modification and then even a smaller percentage deals with aggression rehab. We happen to do all of that so we can dramatically help you. A lot of times our answers people might not like but they're the right answer. Is it the only answer? No, of course not. But it's along the lines of the correct answer. Anybody that's out there saying that you don't have to um, uh, uh, correct a dog, it'll stop. In fact, today on today's Patreon Zoom, one of the um, uh, we do a Zoom a Zoom call face to face, voice to voice on Patreon. Patreon is a fantastic program that we offer. It's ten dollars a month. We do it weekly. Not only do you get 20% off all of your consults, we're going to talk about, um, and courses, we're going to talk about our courses. We've got a lot of exciting news coming up on the courses. And you've got some updates on the the last two that we've done, like on the Nervous Dog and on the Four Pack Dog, where we are with those. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be announcing a course on Friday. We'll be announcing a new course on Friday that we're doing. Um, but uh, th- this this owner worked with a dog trainer for a year for a year and the dog would bark nonstop. and they said every time the dog barks give it a treat <laughs> they're trying to stop barking by the way i mean if i wanted to teach a dog to bark this is what i would do every time the dog sat i would give it a treat every time the dog downed i would give it a treat i'd get a more reliable sit and down Every time the dog bit me, I would give it a treat. It's going to bite me more. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's like it's like common sense. It's like it, 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 I want people to start thinking, like, get rid of all these catchphrases, like you know, you know, you know, positive only. First of all, most of most people, like your vet, 
or people in chat rooms or um, shelters that say positive only training, ask them to identify that. What does that actually mean? Do you actually even know what that means? Are you actually capable of fully training a dog? Do you actually know how to train a behavior? Do you know how to stop a behavior? Can you tell me step by step how to stop a behavior? Most don't, but they're good with catchphrases. They're good with catchphrases. So what you'll get from me is the non-sugarcoating in your face answer, but it works. It's effective. We are really, really good at stopping aggression. But you're lied to. Everything we do is wrong. So we've been doing it wrong for 20 years with a high rate of success. Everything we do causes a worse relationship. Owners have the best relationships with their dogs that they've ever had. Everything we do instills fear in the dog and you'll destroy the dog. For some weird reason, before us, dogs were doing really good at like ruining their own lives and their family's lives. So all we do is make things better. That's all we do is make things better. So it's interesting. That's not just us, but thousands of trainers that train similar to us with the concept of reward what you want, correct what you don't want. I can't imagine a society that would abide by those rules, both human and animal. I, I just can't imagine it. But it's an ideology. It's a cult. They want to suck you in and they never want to let you go. And the people that participate in this cult, they have to stick to the script or they will be kicked out of the cult and publicly shamed. And now with social media, they will be destroyed on social media. So let's get right into the questions. Okay. I'm probably going to botch this name. Kiranc. Hey, quick question. My almost two-year-old female German Shepherd is chasing her tail incessantly. Yep. She gets plenty of exercise and training. Yep. Should I allow it? It's very annoying. Kieran, Ireland. Well, number one, more exercise won't stop it. Then, welcome to the show. We've never seen you before. Mm -hmm. So, welcome to the show. Um, you just said you don't like it. Should you allow it? You shouldn't allow anything you don't like. Let me tell you a story of a woman named Tash. And she had a bull terrier that was seven years old. And she lived in, she lives still in New Zealand and has a beautiful baby. Tash, hello if you're listening. And your baby's cute as fuck. And um, should have named it Jeff, whether it was a boy or girl. Oh Jeff's God. a great unisex name. Um, she had a bull terrier that chased its tail whenever it heard a truck, a siren, and it would immediately activate by chasing its tail. She went to vets, behaviorists, trainers, every chat room, and everybody said, there's nothing you can do about it. It's a character trait of a bull terrier. Chasing tails? Chasing tails. That's interesting. It's an OCD behavior. So I said to her, have you ever used a shock collar before? By the way, I use the term shock collar. Shock collar, e-collar, remote collar. In 2023, they're all the same thing. I refer to e-collar technologies, Garmin, Sport Dog, and Dogtra. E-collar technologies and Dogtra are the two that we prefer using just because of the way we actually train. Because we can actually have 100 different levels, 127 levels, really focus in on the exact level that we want. We have a very tried and true four-step e-cower training program. Stopping unwanted behaviors is one thing. Training a behavior is another. And you can actually use remote cowers to actually obedience train your dog. So I said to her, next time the dog hears the siren or the truck or whatever, starts chasing its tail, 
say no and correct it and correct it high. Does it hurt? Sure, it does. Yeah, people that say shot collars don't hurt dogs are lying to you. They absolutely can hurt the dog. Um, but that's only used in certain situations. Most of the time, it's you're using it about as, with as much leash pressure, as much pressure as a leash. Most people have no idea how to properly use a remote collar, even people that use the remote collar. The majority of people, I would say, majority being more than 50%. So she went home to New Zealand. She bought one at the seminar in Australia. This was in Australia, which is a country I am not banned from, um, unless they've got a vaccination status still in place. Other than that, I'm not banned from it, uh, like the social media says. Um, and she got home and it worked the first time. And she wrote me this long letter and she said, if this was a piece of paper, you wouldn't be able to read my writing because this would be, there would be tear smudges all over the writing. Seven fucking years she was lied to. Seven years. It's a long time. She was lied to. Living in hell. Her dog living with OCD. Her dog living, and it's got nothing to do with exercise. Anybody that says your dog needs more exercise is full of shit. Now, mm -hmm. should your dog have exercise? Of course it should. Should your dog eat proper meal, like non-kibble? Of course it should. Should your dog be trained? Of course it should. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about stopping an OCD behavior that is not mentally healthy for the dog. So what do you do? You Before any punisher, you always say no, because all you're trying to do is teach the word no. That's, that's the goal of using tools. We can also use tools for yes and tools for no. We can use food for yes. You want to make yes powerful and no powerful, and you want to put meaning to it. So this can be easily stopped. Like we're talking seconds, you can stop this. Seconds, you can stop this. And if someone can't stop it in seconds, you probably want to find someone that can. We can do a one-on-one -on -one consult. You can turn your camera around to your dog. I can literally do it online no matter where in the world you are, as long as you have internet. Next. Avi says, hi, all. Kieran, Ireland is amazing. I would love to see it. I'm a literature professor, and Irish history and literature are amazing. Yes. I'm trying to get Angelo to do an Irish mythology in hmm. part of his podcast, but Irish, African, Chinese, but he's not having anything to do with it. We're actually formulating a new podcast for him now. He will be, he already podcasts. He's a podcaster. He's 10 years old. He will be having his own incredible podcast show on Rumble that's got nothing to do with um, our company. Right now, he's riding the coattails of our company just for ease, um, but pretty soon he'll be an independent, um, independent podcaster with sponsors and everything. Next. Brittany, hello, everyone. Love that it's on a Tuesday this week. I can't make Wednesday night. Oh. Hey, Brittany. Well, this show's for you. Murph says, evening, y'all. Hey, Murph. Snuggle buns. Hey, everyone. My service dog in training <clears throat> did his first restaurant this weekend for nice. my cousin's graduation party. He did great. Lay calmly at my feet the whole time. I only let everyone pet him afterwards. Awesome. Proud of you. So just to let you know, this is not to take away from Snuggle, snuggle buns. Mm -hmm. This is not to take away from Snuggle buns at all. Number one. You, that means you've been working your, your, your ass off. Mm -hmm. Dogs that are boarding trained, that is the minimum standard. And we just only train family pet dogs. Dogs that are boarding trained, that is the minimum standard. We have dogs spend two hours in restaurants, and it's all documented. We have videos of it. We have 
photos of it. And these are out of control dogs. We had the four dogs from California that fight at an inside cafe, all lying down. We were there for at least an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. At least an hour and a half. Yep. Next. Um, Snuggle Buns also said, as for my puppy, she posed next to a realistic stuffed wolf for a picture with no problem. Awesome. Awesome. But they, they know they know it's not a real dog. Just to let you know. It's still good for her puppy who was just whining a couple weeks it's, ago in a downstay. I'm not I was gonna just say something nice, but you didn't give me a chance to. Go ahead. Okay, what nice thing were you gonna say? It doesn't matter. You already you already said it. Okay. I'm proud of you, Snuggle Buns. So am I. Murph, how do you reintroduce e-collar to a dog that's very reactive to it from it being misused the first time? You start out with our program in the green to graduate. You get green to graduate and you start out from the program. Even if your dog was lit up for everything, you can start it with the program. It works. We've had dogs that have worn malfunctioning um, bark collars. We've had dogs that have been stuck in between underground fencing. They didn't know how to get out. And... Um, they train up just fine with our e-collar program. There's actually a four-step protocol, how we use the e-collar, and that's in our green to graduate. Right now, if you go to our um, our website, let me get you there right now. If you go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com, um, and if you go right to um, here, if you scroll up, you'll see there's a code watch the video, then use the code GRAD50 at checkout. So this is for only green to graduate. It's $50 off. So watch the video. You don't even have to watch the video. You can just buy green to graduate and put in GRAD50 at checkout. Refresh it. It should go down to 147 and then you purchase it. And the reason why we're doing this is because the green to graduate is the foundation course of everything of everything we teach Mm -hmm. and you can have a fully off leash trained dog for 147 dollars next sam davis on rumble hi j and j the zoom call was great today lots of useful tips i highly recommend being a patreon member it's beyond a bargain thank you sam do that sam you never have to remind us on some other channel to pay attention to your questions we got you buddy we got you Jojo GSD, hi all. It seems like lots of good stuff going on. There hi, is Jojo. there is some incredible things in the pipeline. And a lot of it is free. A lot of it is low cost. And um, all, I, all I can say is if you're not on our mailing list, you want to get on our mailing list. If you go, to, if you don't know how to get on our mailing list, you'll have to excuse me. Let me go right back to here and right there. If you go to academy.solidcaninetraining, just go to the subscribe button right there. You don't have to buy anything from us. Go to that subscribe button because we send out stuff that nobody else gets, that nobody else gets. So you're definitely going to want to um, jump on that mailing list. Next. Katie, hi, guys. I feel like I don't hear you talk about enrichment toys much. Do you have any favorite thoughts on Snuffle Mat? Um, we don't talk about it because we don't really use them. Yeah. We really don't use them. I, and that doesn't mean I'm against them, but we don't use them. I mean, we just do stuff with our dogs. And and I'm not against you using them, uh, but I'm not qualified to actually talk about enrichment toys because I don't use them. I don't use them at all. If anything, um, 
what we try to do is to try to create calmness in our dogs when they're not working. So we exercise our dogs a lot, but when we're not exercising them, we actually want them to lie down and do nothing. We don't want to keep them busy. We don't even give them a chew toy. That, and I'm not against chew toys. Like I'm not against any of these things, but, but what camera are we on? Are we on this camera? Okay. There's one dog right there and there's another dog right there. And those are all high drive working line. That's a Malinois and a shepherd. And they're not tired. I assure you, they're not tired. But what we do is we want dogs to just learn how to exist doing nothing. And what happens is, again, I'm not against enrichment toys. What happens is you're, you're constantly keeping your dog busy. And then it's like crack. And it always has to be kept busy instead of teaching the dog how to be calm. But if you can teach your dog how to be calm on command, like in a split second, they can go from their enrichment toy to calmness. Now, I, I believe enrichment toys, again, I'm not against them, but I have to say this because people will keep, they'll, 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 they'll say things that I didn't say. So I'm saying it really loud. I am not against them. Enrichment toys, I believe, were designed because people didn't know how to calm their dogs down. They actually didn't know how to stop separation anxiety, OCD behaviors, and a plethora of other things. But if you want to use them, please keep using them. But what I will though tell you is make sure you know how to teach your dog how to do nothing on command. Next. Snuggleburn said, I'll be trying my hand at scent training the both of them to alert my migraines. Don't know if it'll work, but I figure it's worth a shot. If you um, talk to a, um, a service dog trainer who does the diabetic alert dog, seizure alert dog, um, diabetic alert dog, um, and ask them if a chemical component in your body is let off before you have migraines, they can probably start. Um, you can train them for that. Next. Allison says, hi, J&J from Rumble. Hi, Allison. Hey, Allison. How are you? Thanks for joining us on Rumble. Kim, busy kids today. Hi, jo hi, Joelle and Jeff again. Hey. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. How are you? Jojo GSD said that would be amazing. Snuggle Bonds, Darrow, people have lost common sense. They sure have. They sure have. Next. I'll stop it at that. Bailey, I have green to graduate, but I feel like I overcomplicate the e-collar training. Mm -hmm. What is the ultimate goal for an e-collar trained dog? Not to use it. Pretty much. That's the goal. The goal is literally not to use it. The goal is for what if. What's the goal of putting your seatbelt on? What's the goal of having airbags? Hopefully they never get deployed. But if they do, hopefully it saves your life and saves you from further injury. So... Um, the goal of e-collar is literally not to use it. It's a safety net. That, that's the goal. That's the goal. It's for those what-if moments. Mm -hmm. Next. Dragon Den, how do you get a dog to stop chewing on the leash when he's tied up? Which Snoopy's gone through 13 or 14 of them because now we have to have a chain leash attached to the back of the couch. Right. Um, I feel like there was more to that. I just hope that that doesn't encourage him to chew more, though, because there's a brand new leash that we got, and I had to staple it, double, triple staple, and then I taped it up. I don't understand. If he's inside the house, why does On a back tie? On a back, like? on a back tie? Chewing through them? Why don't you just train him a better downstay or place command without moving? I understand at the beginning a back tie is important, but if you go through all of those, 
why don't you just train him to, and if you need help doing that, you know, please ask. I'll be more than happy to help you. But just train him to hold command and don't break it around distractions. And we actually teach that in the Green to Graduate. You can also correct the leash chewing. That's a horrible habit. You can actually correct the leash chewing with a bonker, a remote collar, a stockyard whip, a squirt bottle, um, you know, any, any punisher that the dog takes seriously. But you can also just teach your dog to hold command and not break command eventually with no distractions and then start adding small distractions and then start adding really, really challenging distractions. And it's not that difficult to do. Excuse me. It's not that difficult to do. I'd be more than happy to walk you through it next. Felicia, hi, Jeff and Joelle, 14-week-old puppy. What's a reasonable expectation for him to hold place at this age? At 14 weeks? At 14 weeks, we're on the cusp of We've already done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of reps of every command. So at 14 weeks, we're already starting mm -hmm. to do duration and distraction. And there's no reason why that puppy can't hold place, most likely till it falls asleep on its own. So we're talking like probably 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It'll probably end up just falling asleep because puppies sleep a lot. Next. Sid, my female GSC used to chase her tail. Yep, stopped in seconds with the e-collar. Gone. Yep. Thank yep. you. Yep. So have thousands and thousands of other people. Once you have the right information and you know how to apply the right information, you do better. Next. Cheryl, hi, people. Hi, hey, Cheryl. Cheryl. Um, Dragon Den, already read that. Stephanie, I got a rescue dog. He's an American Staffordshire Terrier. Mm -hmm. He only hates my husband when I'm home but won't let him near me. Mm -hmm. He's nipped my mother and brother-in-law. How okay. can I fix this? Okay. We tried just him feeding him and other things. No, you don't want to do any of that stuff. Okay, so first of all, you have a dog. Stop calling it a rescue. The reason why you're going to do that is because you're not going to follow through with some of the harsher protocols that are going to be deemed necessary because you're going to look back on this dog's past life and you're going to feel bad for the dog. You own a dog. You purchased a dog. Unless someone gave it to you, then you just got a free dog. So you, you own a dog that resource guards you. The dog is resource guarding you. You've become the resource. So what the reason why, the most popular reasons why is too much affection from you, not enough boundaries, not holding the dog accountable, and absolutely not stopping the first signs of resource guarding. So we have a couple of free videos that you, we have a paid course on resource guarding you can get, but we have some free videos on our YouTube channel. One of them is called Out Away From People. Out Away From People. If you watch that course, that is a component of it. But then also, what's the leadership structure in the house? And at the first sign of any of this nonsense, any of this guarding behavior, what is the consequence? So if you want to write below, we'll eventually hopefully get to your question, your answer. What's the consequence for the dog starting to guard you? You don't need people to feed. The, I'm not feeding your fucking dog if it guards you. Hell no. It's your job to tell that dog to cut the shit and get your ass out of here. That's that's your job. I'm saying it, you know, in in. Um, you know, directly, because that's the theory. It's like, who do you think you are guarding me? That's the theory. You don't have a guard dog. You've got a family pet. And 
It's one thing if like you're walking down the street and someone approaches you. It's another thing if you if your husband can't walk up to you and hug you. And we see this all the time and we fix this very quickly. We fix this in less than one session. Any decent dog trainer can fix this in less than one session. Next. Snuggle buns, so thank you both. You're welcome. Congratulations to you. So snuggle buns, this is for you and all of your success. Next. Allison, one of my nail trim clients called me in tears today because her German Shepherd bit the neighbor boy riding by on a bike. Which course should I recommend? Green to graduate, obviously, but anything else? Maybe a one-on-one? A one-on-one. A one-on-one, number one. Green to graduate, yes, to put a good baseline on the dog. And then do a one-on-one because on the one-on-one, I'm going to refer back to the green to graduate a lot. So if the dog does not have a baseline of training. So this is what the issue is. This is why we are promoting the hell out of Green to Graduate. This is why we decided to give a $50 off coupon, not because we want to make a ton of money, because we want, because first of all, we want to save you a lot of money. Like this woman is being saved. Unfortunately, this lawsuit is going to cost this woman, you know, if there is a lawsuit, a lot of, a lot of money, or the dog can also be deemed um, uh, 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 vicious and be dangerous. Put in, dangerous and be put down, and then it's out of our hands. That's the way it works in 2023 when when lawyers are advertising on billboards for dog bites. So um, what's happened? What she needs to do is: Does this dog even have any basic obedience on it? And I'm not talking about like it sits for a cookie, downs for a cookie, pops back up. I'm talking about like truly reliable obedience. Next. Brittany said, agree with Greener Graduate. My past training was only high corrections and the Greener Graduate fixed all the fear. Yeah. Yeah. People don't realize they hear me talk very harshly about things because people are asking me how to stop really dangerous behaviors. But if you actually saw me, like really paid Mm -hmm. attention and actually took the time to watch and the Greener Graduate's a good one, saw me actually train a dog, you realize how gentle I am with dogs. But when it comes to a dog attacking another dog or a dog attacking a person, there's no room for non-harshness. You come in hard and heavy. That's the way that life works. That dog needs to know that what they just did or what they're thinking about doing is extremely wrong. That's the way mother nature works. Because mother nature will fuck you up without any remorse. But here we are, unfortunately, doing the opposite with our dogs, therefore encouraging them to continue with their unwanted behaviors. So it's a two-sided coin that we're dealing with that's working against dog owners. We're not giving them the information that we want. And by default, we're encouraging them to keep doing what we don't want because we're not stopping what we don't want. And that's the problem we have right now. Next. Dragon Den said, how's Angelo doing with soccer? How many games did they win and lose? Um, So soccer was over last week. And Angelo's team, unfortunately, did not get any of – they had good players on their team. Do not get me wrong. But it's very political – on how they pick teams. There's 360 or so kids. Um, and it's supposed to be divvied up by every team. So we have something called IMG. Look it up, IMG. Um, IMG is a sports academy that's right down the street from us. And they have a soccer program. And there are kids that are 
8, 10, 12 years old and older. They're going to be pros. They're going to be pros. They're going to be professional soccer players um, that go there. And and every other team has got players that go to IMG. They've got really good players. Unfortunately, Angelo's team had a lot of first-year players and people that were not very sports-oriented, and um, which is fine. And a lot of people will say, um, what's up, buddy? Nothing, just listening. A lot of people say, well, as long as he had fun. He had a, he did. He had a great time. But guess what? You're also playing to win. You're also playing to win. And I'm not one of these parents that are like, you have to win or you suck. That's not what it's about. But I'm like, life is full of people that win and people that don't win. We don't do participation trophies. And it's like, but all I can say about his team is, they grew tremendously from their first practice to their last game. Yeah. They, they grew tremendously. But on the scoreboard, they didn't do very well this year. But they also played teams that have been together for four years. Literally. They're like well-oiled machines. They're like well-oiled machines. Like I already knew when they started coming down – the field, I'm like, I know exactly what play they're going to play. And guess what? They played it. Why? Because it's been practiced so many times. So um, he had a fantastic time. He made some wonderful friends. It was a pleasure to watch him. Um, he's never done organized sports in his life before. So it, it, it was great. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience for him. And um, it ended last week. And he goes to... Um, a gymnastic camp um, uh, next, next. So we're trying to, we're experimenting with all different kinds of different um, physical activities with him um, as well as obviously he's homeschooled and he's going to be starting his own podcast and he's an avid reader. He's teaching himself French and he's 10 years old. I mean, the kids, the kids killing it in life. Yeah. Next. Amanda said, I feel you. I've been successful with turning a lot of dogs around, but bullies are something else depending on their severity. You know, that's the help you need. They're harder than most if they've exhibited certain behaviors for sure. I mean, yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, we've had, okay, you want to hear some really difficult dogs? You ready for this? Want to hear some of the most difficult dogs we're working with lately? You ready? Doodles. Like whatever before doodle, name it. As long as it ends in doodle, it's been difficult. We're dealing with a lot of aggression right now in Labradoodles. I still uh, think two hours are the number one. <laughs> but, but a lot of your bully breeds, actually, once you understand how to work with them, they actually can be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And they actually can be relatively easy, um, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Like we get a lot of bully breeds that love to work, mm-hmm. love to work. We get a lot of dogs in general that hate working, no matter mm-hmm. what the breed is. Um, I think there's a German Shepherd question down there below. And I'm like, we get a lot of German Shepherds that are not wired right at all. They're very, very difficult to train. Next. Sam said, what form of punishment is okay for under 14 weeks and under what circumstances? Um, under 14 weeks, it's whining, barking, chewing, biting, jumping mm-hmm. and i would just use a bonker poop eating yeah poop eating yep next debbie's a great podcast tonight oh thank you debbie maria jeff and joelle long time from saskatchewan all good vibes for you oh wow and holy shit 
Canada. Last time we heard, Joel can even pronounce pronounce your I city. Know. I've been that's how long it's been. I've been reading up on Canada. Yeah, that's great. Doing my research. That's great. <laughs> Dan, hello guys at the e collar stage and green graduate. Watch them all and going to start the steps tomorrow. Awesome. Question is, is it okay to go to correction level for say running up to the kids in the yard and jumping? Just want to make sure I don't want to mess up the steps. Yeah, so that's a good question. So so our e collar course. There's the obedience. It's mostly that obedience, okay? So it's mostly obedience to get an off-leash trained dog. But at any point of the training, even on day one of ownership of a dog, you can correct a dog the first day you own it for behavior you don't want. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. It's like you're going to destroy the relationship. And it's like, if you don't correct the behavior, let's, let's think rationally here for a minute. Like, if you don't correct the behavior, you're going to do, there will be no relationship. The dog's going to go back somewhere. So you absolutely can stop an unwanted behavior while you're actually training obedience. We do it all the time. We do it all the time. I mean, we have a dog. Okay, here's a great example. Night one, the dog's in the kennel barking its head off. Night one of a boarding train. What do you think? It, what do you think we do? We put a shock collar, remote collar on the dog, and it learns how to shut up. You bark, it sucks. You bark, it sucks. Guess what? Dog stops barking. Wonderful. Tomorrow, we're going to do all food training with you. Next. Cheryl, I forgot what I wanted to say. My brain is toast today. Cheryl, maybe that's what you wanted to say. I'm right there with you. Right? Maybe that's what you wanted to say. You wanted to tell us that your, uh, your brain is uh, like rye bread. Next. Um, Maria, Jeff and Joel, I already read that. Cheryl says, oh, I remember the latest internet TikTok thing is teaching dogs to spin, which like is chasing its tail. Welcome to the next batch of neurotic dogs. Well, not necessarily. Let's talk about that. No, no. So there's a lot of sport in the sport dog world, teaching a dog and then trick training as well. And I mean, Wes, Wes spins on command. So on command, it's okay. I have zero problems with that at all. So teaching a dog to spin, teaching a dog to do a swing finish, teaching a dog to go between your legs and then do a, do a down, teaching your dog to recall to a swing finish, um, teaching your dog, you know, to um, move to your, you know, stay right, hugged to, your, to one of your legs. I mean, that's not the worst thing. If it's done on command, it's when dogs start doing it um, just randomly, that's not good. That's not good. Next. Carrie, a big thank you for helping last week when I asked about my adopted 15-month-old Great Dane Shepherd Mix who's not good with giving back his toys. I found some of your videos on his and his guarding has been so much better. We still have a ways to go, but I see so much improvement. Again, thanks so much. I will be joining your online class for him as I still need help with him to be a great dog. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, get the green to graduate. What I would, who's, who said that? Sure. That's Carrie. So Carrie, That's awesome. congratulations. But what I would suggest is up your levels on your correction. Oh, up your levels on your correction. All right. You'll probably um, you'll probably yeah. um, do that. These are all red. All the rumble comments oh. have been read. Diane, do you find with e-collar training the training stays with the dog longer and shores up the consistency more than training with prong only? Absolutely. Keep in mind, prong only works as long as the leash is. Remember that. Also, e-cower 
you can do so much state of mind work with an e-collar. You an e-collar goes to up to a mile away. Some of them, actually, some of them go up to eight miles away, but up to a mile away. I can communicate with a dog that's off in the distance. I can't do that with a prong. Prong is prong. A prong collar is an on-leash training tool. Off-leash, it has zero purpose whatsoever. And where a e-collar can be used on-leash, off-leash, near or far. Next. Katie, unusual question. It's okay. We like unusual questions. Mm -hmm. I appreciate your training and help. Would you have a suggestion for where to find similar resources for training behaviors, bad habits away in horses? Get in touch with Sid. Talk to Sid. Who's in this chat right now. Sid. She's a boss horse Sid, trainer. private messenger. She's a boss horse trainer. Look up Buck. I don't know. I mean, that's a different wheelhouse. I that's like asking me how to train a duck. I don't know. I mean, I mean, the concept of pressure and release, but I mean, a horse is another animal that can kill you. Dogs can kill you too, but I mean, a horse can easily kill you. Sid Edgerly is the master of horse training. Yes. Um, Sam Davis on Rumble, the local newspaper, had an article today where a hospital sees about five dog bites a week, usually five to 10-year-old kids, and usually resource guarding food. Is that a typical story you hear? Um, I, I don't know about the number, but resource guarding, yes. So it's really, really funny how we have a resource guard. Okay. I have stopped resource guarding 100% of the time. And I've done it with probably over, over or close to a thousand dogs. I have a 100% success rate. I'm not trying to brag here. It's not an ego statement. It just, it just goes to tell you how and it, it, it happens in one session. And I demonstrated, I've, I've retired from the seminar business, except for I do have an offer out there in January of 2023. If somebody wants to sponsor me to come over to the UK and show you how to um, e-cower train your dog and then make sure you stock up on e-cowers so when the ban comes into effect, you'll be able to have an e-cower. Um, if anybody's got the balls enough to host me, we'll see. You didn't have the balls enough to fucking speak out against it. So let's see how far you can you, you actually can go with this. Um, I've got the balls enough to actually go over there underneath massive amounts of online hate, which will happen, but I'm doing it because why? I actually care about you, the owner, and the dog. Um, I don't care about like the BBC making slanderous reports on me, you know, and being on the front page of, of, of newspapers, call me a dog abuser. Like there's, I get to drive no pleasure in that whatsoever. Um, what was the question? Do you typically hear about Oh, the dog bites, the dog bites. So the resource guarding is huge and it's getting worse because people are actually, like we mentioned before on other things, they're actually doing the opposite of stopping resource guarding. They're actually either not addressing at all. So that actually encourages resource guarding. Remember, anything the dog is allowed to repeat, the dog will get better at it. Common sense, right? So resource guarding can be stopped in one session, not managed stopped and with resource guarding there's two components to it there's physical and there's mental and you want that dog to disengage from the food and we can also do silent resource guarding this is what we can do how many how old are these kids that are getting bit five years five old to ten okay we can have a five-year-old a five-year-old um child walk up to a dog eating a food bowl and the act of it <coughs> excuse me i get all emotional about I'm getting all choked up. I know my throat just got like kind of so sore. Haven't you, you been you... sick? No, yeah, I'm waking up a little bit funky. Um, I'm not be coming down with something. Oh, by the way, guess what I ordered today? I don't know. That hostage tape you put on your mouth. 
Oh, so you can suffocate when for you sleep? Stop, for stopping snoring. I'm going to give that a try. So you'll uh, literally uh, suffocate? No, it makes you breathe through your nose. Who has who is a success story on that? Has anybody ever tried that? I probably should have asked. I if... feel like your airway closes, though. So if you freaking can't breathe out of your mouth, like you're just going to die. Well, no, I breathe out of my nose. Well, if you find me dead, you'll know who, well, why. Great. And then I'll look like the fucking person who killed you. By putting hostage tape on me? Yeah. Who's used hostage tape before? Mouth tape. Who's used it and who was successful with it? Because I've got sleep apnea and I've tried a lot of stuff. And I've got a CPAP machine. I've tried the earpiece. Like, I've tried a lot of stuff. suffocate? No, you breathe out of your nose. How? If it's closed. That's what sleep, sleep apnea is. No, no. Your nose, your nose, you're supposed to breathe out of your nose. I understand. But it, something is like closing in your throat. Like your, your airway is closing. Snoring, snoring comes from my throat, so you put the hostage tapes on your mouth, and then it forces you to breathe through your nose. A CPAP machine forces oxygen that's air. That's like into your nose, into and it air. actually shuts your mouth closed. Okay. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. All right. So anyway, um, we can make it so a five-year-old walks up to a dog eating um, – a resource dog eating out of a bowl and the dog automatically just walks away from the bowl. That's about a 10-minute protocol, nonverbal. We do it all the time, all the time. I got videos to prove it. I mean, I'm not, it's not an ego statement. I'm just saying all this stuff can be eliminated, all of it. But the way that society is geared, the way that the pure, positive, force-free society is geared, they don't want you to be successful. Any, any fantastic rumble questions we got out there? Because people should be jumping on your rumble and asking a question. What do we got? Yep. Sam from Rumble. Sam, why do you have a little whale next to your name? That's I guess interesting. you want to have a little uh, personalized emoji. When you first mentioned hostage tape, I thought you were about to talk some sex shop purchase. Ha ha. No, we used to have bondage tape, though. We used to we used to we used to we used to manufacture our own bondage tape, and um, it was just a tape that was used for other other purposes. We repurposed it, and we just made custom labels for it, shrink wrapped it, and we just marked it up three hundred percent. T and E Elite K nine. What do you recommend for poop eating? I have a two year old Jack Russell eats his own and others. That's so disgusting. I've been suggested apple cider vinegar, pumpkin, pineapple, right. and correcting right before. So let me ask you a question. Who asked that? Teeny Elite. So, Teeny Elite, I have a question for you with your Jack Russell. Your Jack Russell eats your own, eats its own poop. So, you give this dog all these pumpkins and pineapples and all this bullshit that they suggest and meat tenderizer, which they, which someone will suggest one day. That's great. But your dog also eats other dogs' poops. So, now what do you have to do? Go up and down the street with a flyer saying, please feed your dog this so my dog doesn't eat your poop. Put a remote collar on your dog. Yes, a shock collar. The dog goes to eat poop. Make it suck to eat poop. That's how you stop poop eating. You instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. Next. Um, Daniel from New Zealand says hi. Hey, Daniel. How are you? Cheryl. Uh, my GSP does that. I put an e-collar on him and made it very unpleasant when he goes to eat it. Yep. 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 It's a great way to stop it. And you stay inside the house and you look out the window and you wait for your dog to go eat poop. 
and you freaking make it suck beyond belief. It has to be a very high aversive for a good amount of time. So it's not fun to watch. Nobody should enjoy doing it. But a dog eating poop is number one, they can get sick. They so get gross. very, very sick. Um, eating poop, they can get giardia, they can get worms. Um, you know, then there's dogs that eat deer poop, cow poop, um, all kinds of coyote Ooh, poop. They, they, they eat all kinds of poop, all kinds of poop. I mean, dog will walk up to your car and lick the freaking bird poop off your windshield. Next. TNE Elite said, I discount all bully breeds. I find them to be some of the easiest. I struggle with Texas cattle dogs and chihuahuas. Yeah. Cattle- Those chihuahuas, man. Chihuahuas can be challenging. I've never trained an easy one. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Ever. Um, and, and a cattle dog, a cattle dog can be rough. I mean, cattle dogs are tough. T- I t- like cattle dogs. Yeah, they're, but they're tough dogs. I mean, think about what a cattle dog does. A cattle dog can take a kick to the face and come back for more. A cattle dog can get gouged and keep working. They're fun to work, though. Yeah, they're really fun to work. Yeah. Um, Dave, any suggestions on getting my three-year-old Malinois to take food from my hand gently? Um, you, Yeah. I mean, number one, you, you correct it for not taking it gently, but you can put food in the food right there or in between your fingers and then you you hold it up and anything that's not gentle you can bonk no and then bonk yeah that's um philip i have a bull terrier that strangers are afraid of due to all the negative press hmm. i tell them though she won't bite you she may lick you to death i, I didn't i didn't realize that bull terriers get negative press i think it's just all bully breeds in general i mean do. bull terriers were like the little rascals like that was a bull terrier and yeah. and, and like the the target dog and we worked with some sketchy ones, though. We work with a lot of say. we work with a lot of sketchy dogs. Well, every breed, yeah. We only see the worst of every breed. Yeah, historically. that's it. That's it. Like all these family-friendly dogs, like we see the worst. Like, I mean, it's the, we make a living off the worst-behaved dogs, so we're going to be our opinion is going to be skewed. Next, Nesta dog. I'm going to visit my sister. She has a seven-year-old English bulldog that is aggressive. How do I protect myself without pissing my sister off? Tell the dog to put it in a crate. You're staying in a hotel. Yeah boundaries i mean it's like yeah you should be afraid to yeah be in the house it's of the like damn dog. so it's like so sister whatever her name is what are what is your what is your household management plan to keep me safe yeah what is your household management plan to keep me safe is the dog going to be created when i'm in the house how about this i insist the dog is created when i'm in the house i insist the dog is on a leash and you don't let go of the leash I, but i insist that dog was created when i go in the house if a dog is a dog has a history of biting people, I should say, and especially biting you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Next. Dan, hoping I don't have the issues with my Bernadoodle. He's first generation, so here's to hoping, LOL. Well, he seems really smart, has all the basic commands down, hence ready for e-collar. I know a lot of the doodles are having inbreeding issues. Yeah, I mean, it's more than that, though. It's also what people are doing is they're getting these family-friendly dogs, and they're not putting any training on them, and then they're just gradually just growing into these unwanted behaviors the first sign of any unwanted behavior you come down hard and heavy you probably won't have issues because you're doing green to graduate yeah you'll probably be fine yep and the first sign though of anything you let us know and we'll tell you how to stop it and it could be you know i mean you part of the rehabbing aggression protocol is believe it or not correcting the dog pretty firmly for breaking a downstay mm-hmm. think about that Part of our game plan for aggression rehab is correcting dogs for noncompliance of known obedience commands. And you're like, how is that connected? How is that connected? 
I already read that. Oh, Why I'll, do you keep pointing there? I'm, I'm just, staying on top I of it. I just want to make sure you stay on top of the normal questions. Now that we know how to get it, because before we weren't reading okay, them. You want me to get you a little fucking pointer, too, so you can sit here and point at it? What is your pointer? Or, like, the little stick that teachers use. That they, like, expand and stuff? Yeah. You want one of those? Black with a white tip? Lisa, I taught my dog to spin when he was a puppy. Now he spins for his dinner. I never asked him to do this. He doesn't spin any other time unless I asked. A lot of that, a lot of that's excitement. Excitement spinning. I mean, text every once in a while will get excited. Like when we're playing Chuck it or something, he'll get out of the truck and he'll spin a couple of times. It's not OCD-ish, so I don't mind. I don't mind. Sid said, thanks. Happy to help anyone on horse things too. Awesome, Sid. Thank you. Wendy, I don't know if you answered this question by Rockhold. Be behind on eyebrow blind what by Rockhold behind on eyebrow blindness too they took him back to give him vaccines and he threw himself on the floor very dramatically as usual urinated and defecated all over himself Jeez. and they brought him back without any vaccines I'm working on his confidence but is it worthwhile for me to ask the vet if I can bring him in and out of the office or have them do the vaccines with me with the e-collar on or get a traveling vet have the vet come to your house. And also, what vaccines are they giving you and do you need them all? But but you can also just restrain the dog and and want them just to get the job done. But also, have a vet, have a vet come to the house. Next. What was that one dog that the vet used to come to our work? He used to come to the yeah, center. Yeah, the, the, the huge, the humongous Great Pity. Oh, my God. They're one of my OGs. God. And we had to, like... Put up a wall and then he had to poke him in the ass. That was some crazy shit. He was so bad for yeah, shots. He, he hated it. Yeah. And he got bigger and bigger and bigger. Turbo? Yes, Turbo. Yes, turbo. turbo. He was huge. Turbo. He was such a good dog, too. He just was not good for his shots. Yes. He was, su he was such a good dog with us. Yeah. yeah. Jessica said it worked for my husband, the tape. There you go. All right. Okay, so we didn't die. I just feel like that's not safe. Well, she didn't say... You, like, sleep apnea is like you're literally not breathing. I know what sleep apnea is. Honey, I'm very familiar with it. I've got it. Right. But so I can you're going to just suffocate. I can have sleep apnea. But you're already gasping for air as it is. Honey, I can have sleep apnea with no, with no hostage tape on. And then you're really not going to breathe. We'll find out. Who's going to find out? Who's going to stay up all night and monitor you? Nobody. We'll find out in the morning. So just be dead. When the dogs haven't been let out, you'll have to be like, shit, I hope Jeff's still alive. Oh my God. Wendy, I don't know if you answered this already. My Rumble channel died. I posted it there and I don't see it anymore. But I brought Linus to the vet. and the Okay, I already read that. Um, Karen, I have mouth tape, but I haven't had the guts to try it. I have sinus issues. See? So what do you do? Leave it sitting, you know, what do you do? Just leave it sitting on the counter? Give it a shot. Give it a shot. CPAP doesn't shut your mouth closed. Some people have to use a full face mask that covers the mouth yep. and nose because yep. people still breathe through their mouth. Yep. Well, it's the CPAP machine that I have. It it causes so much suction that it, clo it closes my mouth. And when I open my mouth, it becomes really, really challenging to breathe, actually. So by keeping my mouth closed, it actually works the best. But I mean, yes, I can still open my mouth. But the concept is it closes my mouth. So brings the tongue to the top. Yeah. So Maria says, you're going to suffocate. I'm with Joelle on this one. Better nose strips that open your nose. I've tried those. Yikes. 
Sue says, Dave Asprey recommends mouth tape for a whole host of benefits like stopping snoring, but also lowering blood pressure and increasing immunity, among others. Yeah. So, so you can do the same thing with ice baths, except you can't stop snoring. T and E Elite. Who's Dave Asprey? I don't know. Probably a doctor or some mm-hmm. shit. T and E said, the dog's not mine. It's a dog I'm training. I've suggested e-collar supervision. Yeah. Got it. Dragon's Den, Snoopy does his own things. He does the opposite of what we tell him to do. So, yeah, the only things he knows is sit and lie down, and that's it. He's still learning stuff slowly. Dragon Den, just do a one-on-one with me. I'll help you out. Dragon's Den, do you have the um, the Green to Graduate program? Because that'll get that'll work you through all the different obedience commands. So at least your dog's got a little, a little bit of a better skill set. You've got a better handle on things. You, you build your knowledge base up. So... You might want to check that out now that it's also on sale. Susan said, I've had several wonderful chihuahuas. I guess I got lucky, but they're my favorite breed. Yeah, I mean, there are good chihuahuas out there. There are. I mean, I've met a ton of them. I feel like I'm just so biased at this point I in mean, my life. The chihuahuas that we've gotten in have been ferocious. And also, like, they do, like, what would I ever do with a chihuahua? Like, they don't they mean, do a lot of they things. They don't fit my lifestyle at all. And then the ones down the street just fucking chase me when I ride my bike. You're, 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 you're skewing the whole population of chihuahuas. And those things felt the wrath of a water bottle bonker. By a few chihuahuas. A un, few unruly chihuahuas. Terrible. chihuahuas yep. Terrible. Lisa, why do dogs like to roll in cow poop? Because it's fun. Why not? Smell like shit. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And they love to they love to see their owners yell and scream and get pissed so off. So disgusting. Yeah. Um Dragon Den says when Snoopy's eating, I can reach in his bowl while he's eating, and I always tell him to sit before I give the bowl to him. You still would want it, you still want to try, you still want to train your dog how to out away from the food because you can use that for a lot of different resources. Remember. Food guarding is not the only thing a dog guards. Dogs guard people. Dogs guard dog beds. Dogs guard toys. Dogs guard a stick. Dogs guard a leaf. Dogs guard space. Dogs can guard your baby. Dogs guard a, dogs guard a lot of things. So it's. I'm glad you can stick your food in the bowl, but that's a... Um, you mean your hand in the bowl? Your hand in the bowl. But that's sort of like a uh, false sense of security that your dog won't... Um, resource guard next runner away taking green to graduate it's taking it's time to take them to a real world outing i have taken them to a park etc but not home depot how do you know when they're ready you well when they have a good sounds like you're ready when they have a good heel when they don't shit inside when they're used to walking on cement floors when they um and then you just go just go and you can make it short just be like go up aisle 26 and go down aisle 25 and then head home next emily said you two are hysterical no thanks Hmm. haha very funny motherfucker fucking hilarious (laughs) catching us on a weird night that's for sure (laughs) next show jeff might have a black guy we'll see the hell you're not you're yeah you literally like threatening violence with me on freaking social media yeah okay Susan. you all heard that my dog gets commands great i should like do your makeup on the next show and like put like you should do my makeup like someone else does my makeup normally <laughs> yeah <laughs> i see her here all the time oh yeah 
Susan, my dog gets commands great when I we do. I couldn't find all the time oh yet. My... Your Apple Music library. You can Siri. ask me. Did we, did, Mind your own business. Did we even mention her name? No. She's always listening. Susan. Okay. Susan. My yeah. dog gets commands great when we do our training sessions. But out of context, when I say sit or say, she looks confused. Does she not know commands well enough or is she being defiant? You might not have... Okay, you got to do this commands and then there's commands around distractions. So now you have to start working your dog around distractions. And now you've got to start applying a punisher for non-compliance of a known command. That's the, that's the missing link is people are not applying. You'd be surprised how many dogs don't do a command around a distraction. They get corrected for doing the command around the distraction. And guess what? Miraculously, they start doing commands around distractions. Next. Brittany and Jeff, if you don't mind me asking, what shots do you get your dogs? Anything besides rabies? I'm cutting back every year. My vet said she understands. No, I'm moving over to titers. But by the state, I've got to I've got to abide by the state that I'm living in. Um, but the vet I have now is okay with titers. But When you go to, I don't board my dogs and I don't go to doggy daycare. Sometimes they won't accept it. So titers won't be, so titers won't be good enough, but situation I'm in now, I'm not, I'm not anti-vax. I'm not one of those anti-vaxxers. I'm just like, sorry, you don't need a rabies vaccine more than once. You just don't, you know, especially not every year. Next. Sam Davis on Rumble says, according to an AI, if you have undiagnosed or untreated sleep apnea, you should see a doctor before using hostage tape. Well, my sleep apnea has been diagnosed. Yeah, severe. And he doesn't use this mask at all. So it has been diagnosed. And hostage tape was not around when the diagnosis happened or at least it wasn't offered to me but i don't believe it was around i'm gonna try it okay that's like playing russian roulette three two one and me i think a lot of tractor supply stores offer shots they've come out to the car for my mom yeah you can get you can really? yeah you can actually buy almost every i don't know if you can get rabies what there do them for you well they have a clinic probably they probably have a, they probably have a clinic, but I know you can get like a lot of shots. You can get all your puppy shots at Tractor yeah. Supply. They, they've had like a seven in one or something like that. Susan said, "I check through blood work for tighter, so I don't have to give shots all the time, except for babies." Nice. Um, Dragon Den said, "Oh, so they're just beginners? Okay, yeah, just have fun out there, be a good sport. That's the key. Practice." Yeah, he's a, he's he's a very 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 green. This is the first time he's ever done. A sport. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Karen said Dave Asprey is a biohacker. His company is Bulletproof Products. Got it. Uh, like Bulletproof Coffee. Got, and it, all that. got, got it, it. Got it. Got it. Dragon Den. How do you get a dog to walk on your side? Frankly, I like to have a dog walking in front of me because it's safer for me. Just give me little tips on having a dog walk on your side. Um, green to Graduate shows you how to... A Green to Graduate course shows you exactly how to get a really good heel. But... If you don't want to spend any money, we have healing videos on YouTube as well, and it shows you how to get a good heal. We have a, a leash um, 
spatial pressure video. We have healing videos. We've got, there's a ton of resources on YouTube. But if you want to really get a fantastic heal, if you want to get a fantastic everything in general obedience, um, the Green to Graduate course is the way to go. Next. Ooh, excuse me, guys. I'm exhausted today. I don't know why. Um, Amanda, is there a one-on-one option online? I'm from Canada. I've had quite a few euthanasia from the pound cases that I've done well and rehomed eventually, but could definitely use guidance on a particular guy. I use aversives and positive, but he sincerely wants to eat men given any unwatched chance. So, yes, I do. If you go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com, top left-hand corner, um, there's, there's programs. If you, it's a drop-down menu. If you hit it, it'll show you one-on-ones. Um, but please keep in mind that if you're dealing with high levels of aggression from a shelter that has no end consumer, you want to be super careful about adopting that dog out. Everybody says there's no bad dogs, like people are using that as slogans. That's, that is a lie. There actually are dogs out there that should not be walking the face of the earth. There absolutely are. It's not because they were abused. It's not because they had bad dog owners. There are dogs out there that should not be walking the face of the earth. I have met um, too many of them. Next. Church hymns and psalms. Thanks so much for your YouTube channel. Our five-month-old Ridgeback is so much better since we left Purely Positive behind. His jumping, biting, and scratching weren't helped at all by redirecting. So redirecting is a scam. Well, it's not a scam. It's um, So this is the thing about redirecting. Something comes before redirecting. Actually stopping the unwanted behavior. So first you stop the unwanted behavior. Now, when you stop the unwanted behavior and you train the wanted behavior, then you can start rewarding the wanted behavior. But that's not redirecting. You're, you're reinforcing what you want. But no matter how much you reinforce what you want, until you've stopped what you don't want, it doesn't just go away. You still have to stop what you don't want. Sam on Rumble says it says that normally if your brain senses that you can't breathe, it makes you grind your teeth and wakes you up. Well, I, I guess know about I, that. I guess I'll find all this out, guys. I've been clenching my I don't grind, I clench like really hard. Mm-hmm. I chew through my freaking retainers. And I'll, I've been doing that all my life, and that shit does not wake me up. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't know if I clench as much as you see me through the end of the month, you know that it's working. Okay. Um, Holly said CPAPs have nose cannulas. Yeah. Try those. Sorry if it was mentioned before. Love y'all sharing your lives and having fun. I have those. Oh, the little plugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you hate those. It's not that I hate them. It's like they get dislodged. Emily says Wim Hof breathing techniques yep. may have something for sleep apnea. Yep. Big fan of Wim Hof. Um, Sam says you guys are hilarious to watch. Oh, thank you. It's 8.03. Is it really? Do you want to keep going? No. It's time to go. Right. Time to put everybody to bed. Hold on. Susan said the dentist who made my sleep mouth appliance, you have one of those. And it didn't work. Says use the tape to keep the mouth closed. That's what passage tape is. So maybe you need to use your appliance though, because then that will keep your airway clear at least. So you won't suffocate. When your mouth is closed, you suffocate anyway. 
No, because then your tongue is like down and you can still now you can breathe through your nose or your tongue is up where it's supposed to be. That's what the appliance is for. So then your nose will be clear. Am I using the appliance and, yes. and the tape? Yes, that makes way more sense. You need the support to talk, keep your fucking nose talk, clear. I'll tell you what. Talk to your buddy. My dentist? Yeah. Okay, I'll who, fucking call him tonight. Who charged me $2,500 for a fucking piece of equipment that didn't fucking work. Because you're still opening your mouth. Don't fucking talk shit about Dr. Sadi. I'm not talking shit. I'm not talking shit about anybody. I'm just saying. He's the best dentist in the world. You don't say that. (laughs) All right? You're going to go toe-to-toe with me about your fucking dentist? Yeah. Yep. (laughs) So now that's the second time you threaten me with violence on this Tonight Show. I don't give a shit. I'll threaten you again. It's not a threat. I really will kick your ass. Okay. That sounds... (laughs) So you're threatening me and making me yeah, promise. There's no AM show tomorrow. We know it. And, and 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 there's what it's not coming in for. A, it's not coming in for a week. See, Constance also says, "Have you tried a snore guard made by your dentist?" Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Maybe you need the tape too. So now you're now you're okay with the tape. If you wear that, yes. Oh. If you wear that, yes. You, you, you. Allison says, I want to love my dentist as much as Joelle loves her. Joelle? Go to Dr. Sonny, you Franklin, Massachusetts. I still fly home for that guy. He's the she best. texts him at all hours of the night and he um, responds. <laughs> if I have like a weird question about something. And she has a lot of weird questions about her teeth. <laughs> Literally. Oh my gosh. My teeth has turned in one one thousandth of an inch. What's wrong with me? Listen. I've known him for a long time. I used to have really bad TMJ, so bad that I I wore down all the, um, what do you call it, cartilage in my jaw. So I was in excruciating pain for months, like to the point where I was going to the ER and getting MRIs because I thought I had a brain tumor. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, why am I getting headaches every day, like crippling headaches? And then he finally was the only dentist out of like 20 that was like, you have TMJ, duh, made me this little appliance, fixed it, just like that. In a week, I was back. Constance normal. says they're now also now using a laser to tighten the throat tissue so that it doesn't vibrate. Huh. huh. Maybe you need laser surgery. I'll talk to my, I've just found a dentist down here. I'll talk to them about that. Mm. I'll talk to them about that. All right. All right, everybody. This is crazy. It's time to go. I think we talked more about snoring than we talked oh, yeah, about. Sabrina gets Botox to stop the clenching. That's my next step. I think I'm going to do it. But I don't know. Now lately, because I wear my retainers every night, it hasn't really been an issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I might get my masseter muscle okay. injected. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Everybody have a fantastic night. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'll see everybody tomorrow morning, hopefully. <laughs>